Everybody caught up on our succession. Oh boy. Man, man oh man. man. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes they got? I'm, I'm I'm behind like a motherfucker. This is like three. This is the third. Yes. Yeah. Y'all might yeah. have to watch tonight. Yeah. I'm not gonna say too much. I but I was sitting at the crib like, hey, hey, <laughs> 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 yeah, they going crazy, bro. I, I, I like they did that though. I really think that needed to happen. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing else, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I like when shit like that happens because you unexpected shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps storytelling out a lot. So, uh, all right, yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino, and last night I asked my landlord to raise my rent. That's how much I believe in my hustle, man. <laughs> I haven't seen a tweet like that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all didn't see uh, DDG on uh, it was on some podcast, and he was talking about how he uh, he had like seven hundred dollars to his name and shit, and he went and bought some six hundred dollar Balenciaga. Yeah, because he he knew he needed that hustle and that that hunger to to get rich, bro. <laughs> hey, I, I couldn't do it. I would crumble. I'm not gonna hold it. Cause it's like it's like when a uh, schoolboy said like, what was it? Uh, a rack isn't even that much because you spend a dollar, it's not a rack anymore. Yeah, it's the same thing with the hundo. Like, as soon as I need some food, it's not a hundred dollars anymore, and I'm gonna be, it's gonna hurt a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I can't, I can't blame him, man. I didn't have like fifty dollars to my name. Went out and got some Paul Masson or some shit, and I needed groceries, so. <sighs> That's he was drinking. Yeah, man. <laughs> niggas Rough day. Yeah, niggas didn't did more with less. <laughs> so it yeah. is what it is, man. We got my nigga season the building, man. Yo, 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 what up, y'all? Uh, man, I'm, I'm ready to chat, chat shit. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. And we got my nigga done on the building. Yes, sir, man. It's your boy Adonis, mm-hmm. aka. Nah, you did it. <laughs> you did it, man. <laughs> Yadonis is crazy. Hey, Shout out to that nigga, man. Uh, last game of his, well, yeah, last game of his career, man. And, and he put up some numbers for a sixty-year-old man. Oh, Shout out to Yadonis okay. last. Okay, I thought you was trying to like flip Adonis, but like with your name in it. No, okay, that's nasty. I oh. thought he was being nasty. My bad. Okay, that makes sense. I, I, I can't do that. That little uh, that little kid better never say nigga though, right? He can't say it. Cool. Adonis? Oh, Adonis, I'm sorry. Who the fuck is that Adonis? Are you said Drake's Drake? kid? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I feel weird like uh uh what's buddy's name? Logic? Yes. Mm, no, I would feel more comfortable with Adonis than Logic. When Logic said, I feel mad uncomfortable, bro. He looked like he uncomfortable when he said, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because so what Drake kid is like a what a quarter black? Yeah, gotta be. Maybe. Drake's half white, and then I think his girl is fully it's white, lone so. Caucasian. Yeah. So. Ah, yeah. It depends if he's swaggy with it. It really is about the person that's saying it. How successful are you? That's also key. Like, logic would get away with saying nigga if he was like, we black people liked him. 
I think it's just the way he say that shit and the swag you say that shit with, bro. You can't. Yeah, I don't know, bro. If he, if he, if he was putting out some heat and he was, you know what I'm saying, had a little, I'm fine, it would be decent, but now it just seemed like, yo, what are you doing? Because honestly, uh, RIP, but if Mac Miller said it, I probably wouldn't have a problem. No, right. That's going too far. Yeah, I ain't giving um, him, I ain't giving him <laughs> white for the motherfuckers to pass the same nigga, bro. <laughs> the, way he, the way he says it, he might pull it off smooth. I mean, like, shit, the way Drake hey. said it is, is because he's, he got the, the sauce. Yeah, like, I'll probably give, like, if a white person says it the right way, I'll, I'll probably be like, hey, man, what you doing, man? Don't, don't, don't do that again. I'll be like, all right, hey, you know, maybe don't say that around me. <laughs> but logic, like, hey, fuck no, nah, man, what's up? What, what we doing? Um, how you doing, man? Um, you know what? I'm actually pretty decent. Oh, wait, how's your Easter? Shit, we, we forgot all about Oh, yeah, Easter. man. Happy Easter, everybody, man. Jesus is risen. Um. Yeah, man. How, how y'all do? Y'all feel the Easter spirit? I got a. You know what? I felt a little spirit. I felt something. <laughs> you got to explain. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I got to be careful. I felt something at that Easter dinner. Sometimes it's just like, man, we we really losing recipes. Hey, man. I under, yeah. I understand. Like you know, I understand if you we people want to do like the lazy. A lazy holiday because you know sometimes everybody don't want to cook and I get it. That's cool, but I mean you just got to make sure you got the right spread. That's all. You know we got to improve on the spread for next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know they still made Boston Market. Yeah. Hey man, sometimes when you when you starve in Boston Market, be it be alright, bro. I wasn't starving like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the issue. <laughs> I could I could never get down with it, man. I used to hate when I was brought home for dinner. Like this is not for a kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I need some other shit. Nobody want cream spinach. Yeah. What was y'all favorite uh fast food spot when y'all was little, when y'all was kids? Like if y'all parents brought it home, what would y'all go crazy over? <laughs> yeah, it's probably McDonald's. I don't like how you say go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back to like a hooligan over some time. <laughs> 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 Mama said. <laughs> yeah, it has to be Mickey D for me. Probably some pizza. Probably some pizza. Nah, mm, back then it was probably some Pizza Hut or some shit. Pizza Hut was the shit. Yeah. I, this is okay. This is something I was thinking about. Um, when was the last time y'all had like fast food? Fast food. And it's what? Where is? Where do you draw the line between fast food and like fresh fast food? Mm, does Popeyes count as fast food? Because I had them last. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Popeyes counts. Yeah. yeah, that's the last time. I'm probably never going back, man. I can't. Papa, uh, the strawberry biscuit ain't keeping you in there, bro. Fam, I, I the shit is too good. No, I, I just got a quick. I had to quit cold turkey, man. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> it will ruin my life. It's over with, man. Fam, you gonna be like that one nigga that'll sing it to the biscuits and shit. <laughs> Butternut biscuits. Yeah, um, she's saying if you put that that spicy tender in between. Ooh, oh crazy. my god, that's gonna fuck the city. Oh up. my. Goodness, bro. Nah, don't do that. We we can't encourage that on this platform, man. Come on. We need people to stay alive. That's yeah. just not, that's, that's just destroy. Yeah, 
the the wild part is when people like record the um their videos like in the car, and as soon as they like start taking a bite, they start beating on the dashboard. <laughs> that's when you know it's going a little too far. <laughs> I realized that I did did do y'all have memories of eating Harold's when y'all was little? I don't have any memories of eating Harold's when I was little. Um, you think like before high school? Yeah. Nah, not really. Yeah, I think me neither. Mm, That's crazy. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't really a staple. Back, I mean, before then, they was just grabbing the KFC bucket. So I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, they didn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Low key, yeah. When I was in high school, I was eating KFC like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, my nigga Bethel, bro. I'm trying to think about the first time I ever had Harold's. I know that had to be a magical day, though. Hell yeah! It probably had to be one of them days. Somebody you went. It was like some after school type shit. Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah, they tried to get my nigga uh, Keith Lee up out of here because the Harold shit, the Harold shit, Uncle Remus video he made. Yeah, oh shit! <laughs> what was he talking about? He just did the comparison. I, I don't know who said, you know, advised him to do that. You can't. One thing about food things like food reviews and shit, you got to leave people's cultural like foods out of it because it's gonna get too heated, bro. All right, see, look at how you talking about sauce. It, he, he, talking about cultural. Nah, he. So what he did was he had. Um, it was weird. He had some like regular Nashville hot chicken. That was the first mistake. And then he just what? put some. Yeah, he went somewhere. He just bought some random. He just bought, um, like some Harold's and Uncle Remus sauce. Yeah, he like put he it on like a bro. fucking breast or some shit. Like, he can't eat mouse sauce on no breast, bro. <laughs> Oh no, man! Get that review out. Of it. So he just he bought the sauces and dumped it on some random shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. he was like he was he was basically made, like testing which sauce tasted better. No, don't do that, brother. Get, no, you can't do that. Yeah, so I support you. Though. You know what was crazy? I saw I saw a video on TikTok of this dude in Houston. I think it was. Um, yeah, he went to the Heralds and he got like the fish. He got his sauce on the side, so he was eating like the chicken and the fish, just like plain. Mm. And he would like a drizzle a little sauce on time. It was definitely I had to turn the video off because <laughs> I, I, you knew you know you know when you're gonna get a bad critique, and it's like I'm not even about to get this my energy. That's that's what the vibe was. Yeah, Keith Lee he ended up taking the video down. Um, I guess the, the response is so alarming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he got pressed by the Harold. Yeah, he got pressed by some niggas, I guess. But uh, because he rated like I guess Uncle Remus one, which I mean, whatever your preference is. Uh, I, if you like Uncle Remus better than Harold's, it's on you. I, I feel like you a dirty West Side nigga, but uh, go ahead, dude. Be careful. careful. Hey, yeah. No, shout out to shout out to all my West Siders, man. I, I fuck with y'all. Hey, they, I saw on the timeline they said uh. Out south ain't been enough since they closed that Harold's off of was it off eighty seven? Damn, it's a two ninety been up. That's a damn lie. <laughs> you could you could be on the, the bottom of of the bottoms, but you could always be on top of the west side. Y'all gonna co-sign that? Hey, listen, man. I was gonna say I support all the west siders except for one, <laughs> <laughs> one in particular. <laughs> nah, it's up for that nigga. Yeah, so he he rated uh Uncle Remus a six and no was it Uncle Remus a eight and Harold's a yeah. six? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It was which was upsetting because he gave the oh. chicken the 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 chicken itself a seven, a, a six. Oh, six. Okay. Nashville hot chicken just ain't really good. Who made that up? They got a few little spots out here. That's <laughs> yeah. decent. I know. Uh, is, is it though? It's a couple that's decent that, that I didn't see. They got Dave's hot chicken down the street. Yeah, yeah, they got Dave's hot chicken down the street. It's nice. You get a couple tenders and shit. Uh, and you put the it's a little sauce that they make that they make it straight. Um, but yeah, I'm not just feeding it. I'm not going there all the time and shit like that. So, Mm. yeah, I kind of fuck with it. (laughs) Had a couple times. Yeah, but uh, shit, man, how y'all doing, man? What's the word outside of Easter? Well, everybody have a good Easter. Yeah, I was just I was just chilling with my fam. No, okay. not much. Yeah, yeah I ain't, I ain't really y'all pull up shit. the pastels. Any linens? Nah, not yet, bro. I ain't to that point. <laughs> One anybody, day, anybody go to church? <laughs> no. Nah, man. God know my heart, and my spirit. <laughs> well, that's what the super sinners say. Yeah. <laughs> I went to uh, right connection. <laughs> I went to Washington Street on Friday. And they was out mm. there. Uh, you know them people that be like um, protesting bars and, sh- and stuff out there? I ain't gonna lie. I've never seen somebody like in the during the nightlife? Yeah. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie. I've never seen that. That's You gotta be a real... Uh, let me be careful. I was gonna say you gotta be a real loser to, to protest a bar at like 9pm. Nah, they be out <laughs> there. They, they be on Washington Street now. They had their little signs and they little loudspeaker and shit talking about I was a prostitute once and God delivered me and shit <laughs> but uh yeah they was out there I was on Washington Street I realized how many beautiful women out here bro it's mm. it's just ridiculous you see anything better when you're not Damn. off the lip yeah speak on it you oh, see it clear now <laughs> oh. it is bro like it's legit ridiculous bro <laughs> What what um like when you spot them like you just be admiring from a distance? Mm, I don't like that terminology because it it just make it seem like I'm just staring into their faces and stuff like that. No 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 Whoa, no I think admiring from a distance like you could be out and be like that's an attractive woman but then you just like leave her alone. Oh yeah like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah you keep it and you see it and you acknowledge it but then it's like that's it it don't go no further. Yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, it was actually a nice little vibe on well, what's the name? Uh, one of my homies, his homie was out here. He was actually from Chicago too. Um, it was his birthday, and he had this like random cool white girl with him. And she was like cooking it with us and just went bar to bar with us and shit. So it was cool. And uh, but it was just so many like fine ass women out like on Friday specifically. I was like, bro, when they when they out like this, uh, like, I gotta take advantage. Yeah, bro. So it was a nice little vibe. When you see the baddies, do you ever wonder about their ages? Uh, yeah, I'm starting to get to that point where you have to make that a an issue because now you dealing with uh, <laughs> now you dealing with 21 year olds, 22, 23. You know that, that around that age. I was gonna ask, can you tell when you look at them? Yeah, that's I, tough, and that's bro. I don't want that to sound weird, but I think sometimes you can like. Look at someone and be like, oh, "She's definitely too young." You gotta feel their hands. Okay, I reach out. that's not that's not <laughs> no for real. You got you could feel a millennial hands, bro. <laughs> a little rough, yeah. Callous. Um, how many do you can you shoot at before you just like, all right, that's it for the night. Two. 
I get shot down by one. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe you know, she a loser. Let me get it. Yeah, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. If I get shot mm-hmm. down by another one, I was like, all right, it's me. <laughs> Something is up. God, just ain't my name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done. It's, it's like a hooper who they missed their first two shots. I'm like, I guess all assists tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Shout out to my nigga, bro. Uh, it's always a good time when hanging out with that nigga. But uh, yeah, man, just had a good time out on Friday. Uh, but outside of that, man, just been chilling and shit, bro. Man, I went to that uh that Jack Daniels thing. You you went to that, right? Yeah. Man. But well, first, that was a really good event. Yeah. That shit was fire. I, I I hope they do that shit next year uh at the same spot. Uh I felt like I was in a Bel Air episode for a little bit though. <laughs> Why the fuck are these paintings here? <laughs> But once they got the DJ set going and people started coming over, that shit was fire. But they randomly brought out CeeLo. Just like CeeLo Green? Randall. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> they randomly brought him out. Well, as soon as he came out, I was like, all right, let, let me find my Uber. But I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck is this dude? Like, I'm waiting for my Uber. I just hear this nigga like screaming over Redbone. I'm like, what is he? What does he have to prove out here? Wait, who Why was scheduled to perform? I, I didn't even know we were going to have a performer. Oh, yeah. Like, all they, all they, of them had performers. Damn, who was yours? Uh, we had uh, Bum B and Big Crit. <sighs> they brought out C. Why the fuck did they take Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's happening? Yeah, by, by the time uh, Bum B came out, my legs was hurting so bad because we had got there like because the one we went to in Dallas was packed like an hour before so we was there an hour beforehand and uh like so I had been standing up at that point for like five or six hours so I just saw Big Crit and um I left like right before Bumby came out but but yeah that shit was solid did you see that uh the Muhammad Ali as Black Panther uh portrait <laughs> Yes. <laughs> why did why did we have a couple arguing with us that it was Kevin Gates, bro? <laughs> I was like, bro, that's not fucking Kevin Gates, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, none of that what you're saying makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> none of them none of them things really made sense. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what I was looking at. But having Kevin Gates as Black Panther is fucking <laughs> I don't get Why time. why did they make Muhammad Ali Black Panther? You know, it's, they it, the 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 exhibit was like famous people, um, with like extra extraordinary people as like ordinary people type thing, and like so they gave like uh, Nina Simone like kinky twists and shit. Uh, it, it was shit like that. It was, it was kind of wild now that I think about it. Yeah, that when you, no, when you were explaining it, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's actually happening. Yeah. It was very wild. In the beginning, I'm like, this is not gonna be it. But that shit turned up. Yeah. They they did the cha cha slide in there. Yes. Oh, yeah, I knew it. They, <laughs> they did it. <laughs> yes. I was I ended up in that bitch. I don't even know how. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just be up in there, you're like, oh fuck, I'm a part of this now. <laughs> Let me get to it. Yeah, I see the uh, WNBA draft is on, man. And man, that shit gotta suck, bro. Like, I mean, not this, not just in general, but I'm imagining being a Leah Boston, like one of the, a generational player who's probably one of the best players to ever come out of NCAA basketball, women's basketball. 
you got to go and play for Indiana for, I think I read like the first overall pick is $72,000 a year. I wouldn't go work in Indiana for $72,000 a year. And I'm working a regular job. Yeah, that's it, insane. It depends. You what do you, what, what does it depend? You wouldn't go work at Indiana for $72,000 a year. Did I need $72,000? I, I would consider it. But I get what you're saying. It's just their pay scale is so low. And she probably was making some decent bread um, through, through her NILs. Yeah. They, they got to fix that shit because that shit is ridiculous. It, so... Do those NIL deals, it's strictly just for college. Once once you leave, you can't you just take advantage of those deals? No. Do you get regular? They just become regular sponsorship deals if you, if you still got them. Mm-hmm. If you, oh, if you, oh, so you can still keep them. Yeah. Most of them are for, I think, one year. Um, and then you would have to renew or re-up or some shit like that. Because Angel Reese was saying she didn't want to go to the league because she makes more now. And I'm like, wouldn't you just make more in the league if you kept them? Not really, because it's, you got to think a lot of the, her NILs is probably tied to because Baton Rouge has a big um, booster community. And so a lot of them is probably mm-hmm. tied to those businesses or just local Baton Rouge businesses and stuff like that. So a couple car dealerships. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but no, she, they said she had like 17, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah she make a lot. She make like what four four hundred and fifty? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a good place to start, man. We got Angel Reese. Uh we didn't touch on the last week. We kind of previewed it. But uh LSU Lady Tigers won the national championship. Uh shout out to them. Um they play Iowa. Um Game was pretty good. I mean, LSU was pretty much winning from from jump, but it was still pretty exciting to see her go up against uh, Kaitlyn Clark and Iowa mm-hmm. Hawkeyes. So uh, it was a good game, good for the you know, good for the sport. Um, it was a big deal all around the all around the week because of the flaunting and the trash talk that Angel Reese was doing to Caitlin Clark. Did y'all have a big problem with what she was doing during the game? No. Uh, well, so toward the end of the game, once LSU had pretty much sealed it up, um, Angel Reese did the the Tony Yayo or the John Cena, whatever generation you want to come from and call it toward Caitlin Clark, which apparently she had done before the game before against South Carolina. Mm. Um, so no, I didn't really think much of it when when she did. I mean, she I don't want to sound bad, but she always was a little sassy on the court. So it wasn't anything like out of character. Yeah, she flirts on that line of being disrespectful. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, but so, sometimes you you know she, that's how she is. Like when she blocked Shorty's shot uh, when she didn't have her shoe on, and she like yeah. got in her face and shit. Like that's on the borderline. She do the too little, or I, I remember I see her doing a little and one. She did like a little dance. I mean, she she has some flair to her game. That's that's all that you can. <laughs> that's all that you can really say. It's not a bad thing. It's the thing is if you got the flair, if you can. Dish it out. You just got to be able to receive it on the other end. Yes, and that's all that it is. 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with her game, but I thought that shit was corny as hell. I'm not gonna lie. And over the top. Damn. I thought that shit was that shit was if anyone else did it like how she did it, like the full clip following her around to make sure she sees you doing it, that's mm. corny shit, bro. Anybody else doing it, you would be like, that's corny. That's some like, come on, y'all won the game. I can understand if she just did it and got done with it, but she was literally following her around. It's the end of the game. Nobody's even playing defense and making sure she sees it. I think it's only corny if it's a regular game. Come on, bro. That that being the championship, I think changes things a little bit. If any nigga did, if LeBron did that shit, niggas be like, "That's corny." Come on. Uh, if any nigga did, you can. If you can name me another player that did some shit that was kind of like that, then I'll listen. The, the that shit was over the top. The walking you know. in her face and staying in her face shit was a. I mean. It's the difference between what people were making it out to be and it being not cool in, in, in a certain sense. Like people were making it out to be like she was like a villain or some shit. I don't consider it that. I mm-hmm. like her being on her face. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Like I get what you're trying to do. Like you're just trying to. If she gonna dish it out, she gonna have to have to take it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think like following her around and shit like that it, it, it's gonna stick the way you think it's gonna stick yeah like and, and i want to say that like all the outside stuff like she doesn't deserve to be called classless or a worthless piece of shit like come on this is <laughs> this is a sophomore in college bro this is this is amateur you know athletics for a reason i just thought it was corny if you're just asking me how i felt about it all the other shit, I'm gonna ride with her because I'm black, but <laughs> I thought that shit, if any other nigga did it, I would feel the exact same way. I'll be like, yo, that's that was corny. Mm. Mm. It, um, it depends. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really, and she said, uh, for I guess a little more context, she kind of was, um, I think LSU didn't appreciate how she was guarding or playing against South Carolina. Um, I mean, because Caitlin Clark was doing some saucy, sassy shit in there too. Mm. Like she's yeah, like man. completely waving off shooters, not paying any attention to them, doing all her celebration and type of that, all that type of behavior. So, you know what it remind me of when Chris Paul tried to shimmy in uh, Steph face. Y'all know what I'm talking about when he mm-hmm. hit that three and he tried to get him in his face and start shimmying and shit. That's exactly what that shit reminded me of. You ain't CP. You can't use that example. (laughs) It's the same thing. (laughs) No, it's not. Come on, bro. That's in a moment. That's in a moment. He did it. Boom. What? Now, if if, no, 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 no. I'll tell you how it'd be different. If CP shimmy for the next possession, then you have to be like, all right, nigga, you need to relax. But giving you a quick shimmy is cool. Just like Caitlin Clark doing the uh, quick Tony Yayo, that's cool. Waving off defenders, that cool. But if you just like, you gotta make it be known like niggas didn't already see it. I think you're taking it a step. It was a timeout though. They were going, they were going the opposite ways. She was going she back was to her what's her name? Yeah, but it, that's how it go, bro. Yeah. No, part part go, of it is it is it is just how the game go. I've never seen anybody else do something like that. You but, you've seen um people do extra shit before. Yeah, and I thought they were corny. I wouldn't. That's what makes it? What makes it corny? 
fam, it's it's over the top and not needed. That's when it makes it, when it's over the top and you're just forcing it. When I feel like it's forced, that's when it looks corny. Um, what what made it feel a little forced to you in the, in that moment? Because she was following her, her around, bro. She was like literally in her space when she didn't need to be. Like, like it was a timeout. It wasn't during the game. Niggas is not doing shit. And you're following her around and you, y'all already up 15? What was the point? You, you, you did this. You're going to see this flex. You just got to show it once. I mean, it's cool. I, I just, I don't fuck with it. You feel like you're but, protecting this white woman? No, nah, man. I'm, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I'm I'm gonna ride with my black people. She shouldn't have been talked about like that. And also the Joe Biden inviting Iowa. I mean, we we know what that is. I don't I don't fuck with that shit either. That's you know that didn't even make sense. We we I, nobody can make sense of that. Yeah, that's pure nasty, Mister Man. Like, yeah, get get your old ass. Out <laughs> you know what? Honestly, it what? it does kind of make some sense to me though. I'm not gonna lie to you. How? Because uh, well, explain it first. Explain it first. So, because some people don't know. Um. So also at post the game, as you know, most of the winning teams, um, professional or collegiate, if they, well, as soon as they win, they get invited to the White House, um, to kind of go do that whole ceremonious thing. What Jill Biden did, who was at the game, she. I think sometime after said we would love to have both LSU and Iowa come because both teams just played so hard and that's real sportsmanship, isn't it? No. Which caused a stir. Um, Andrew Reese actually quote tweeted and responded like this is a joke or something along those lines. I'm, I'm really getting the sense that Jill Biden was there just because she's a woman. And she doesn't. She. I don't want this to sound crazy. She's. She was there just because it was women's basketball. She's a woman, and they thought it would be a good look, not because she's actually gives a fuck about basketball. Because to say both teams should go because that's sportsmanship and that's what the game is about is the comment of somebody who knows zero to nothing about sports and competition. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'll say this. I think this shows why Biden is, I, I wouldn't use the word weak, but some of his his rhetoric falls flat because he tries to play both sides of the both sides of the fence too much. He 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 tries to pretend like this this world is, isn't black and white and we don't have these you know, these racial issues and this, you know, all this stuff. And it should just be this harmony. Everybody should just live like with each other. It's like you you can't effectively govern if you don't recognize what's going on out here. And I think this is this is like a a symbol of that tone deafness. Like, oh, yeah, both should come because they play hard. And the fact that it's being the Iowa being an all white team and LSU being a majority black team, it just shows like it, it's just a bad look. Is this something that we should bring him into, Joe Biden? Yeah. No, I, I don't blame him at all. I mean, it's she's the one that said it, but I'm just using it as a symbol because I feel like that's 
that happens for a lot of Joe Biden stuff is that he tries to play a centrist with like a lot of his policies, um, whether it be like the crime bill or a lot of his stuff tries to play to both sides where I'm going to try to make these Republicans happy while also showing that um, I care or think about black people in the same token. Well, after this, um, Andrew Reese sat down with I am athlete. Um, and what's the name? Um, uh, Brandon Marshall and Ashley Nicole. What's her name? Moss. Yeah, Ashley Nicole Moss, and was basically saying, "We don't need to go there. We gonna go to we gonna go to the Obamas." And then, <laughs> and, and then, like a day later, um, LSU was like, "No, nah, we going to the White House. We gonna be there." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. that that's one thing that I would tell her to be careful of. She, you don't want to become Shakari, uh, Rich, uh, Shakari Richardson. What uh, do you mean by that? While Shakari is still very good and still like she just broke a record, this was set like one, like the fourth highest time ever on a hundred meters or whatever. She's still very good, but it was a point where she couldn't. It seemed seemed like she couldn't get out of her own way and made people not like her. And so people started, even black people started actively rooting against her because it just seemed like she was either arrogant or just doing stuff to get in her own way. Mm -hmm. So I don't want that to happen for Angel. Not saying that you can't be confident and cocky, but when you start doing stuff like speaking for your team, saying, no, we're not going to see the... uh, the Obamas. I mean, we're not going to see the Bidens. We're going to see the Obamas. Just saying stuff that you don't have time to properly think about. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes that can come back and bite you in the ass because now you look like a, a fool because now you're like, oh no, I will go. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I feel like part of it is, I feel like it's, I, I get where you're going with the comparison. Um, the only reason. I would say it's not is I feel like she's kind of young and she's kind of caught up in the moment. It's to say we're going, she made a statement about something that was never going to happen anyway. Well, like the Obama's weren't going to say, yeah, come to Easter mm-hmm. and like, come fuck with us. Like they were going to have to go to the white house regardless. Um, It's just one of those things where I, I understand LSU just didn't want Brandon Marshall to get that, that clout off that. Mm-hmm. They didn't want him to have yeah, that exclusive. You, you, yeah, you ain't gonna get that. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I feel like she's she's a big enough player with a big enough platform, and she will continue to kind of grow. And um, I think it's just a lot of this was built up from the the media and the tension and the animosity behind the whole yayo shit and how everything was going. So I think it'll be all right. Yeah, I I agree with that too. Real quick, y'all playing pickup basketball. Someone does exactly what Angel Reese did at the end of the game to you. What are you doing? Oh, I'm not gonna steal this nigga. This nigga might have a pipe. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel know. like it's, I feel like I feel <laughs> like it's no. If somebody does that, you somebody will get that will start a fight. Like I don't want a normal like street court. Let's be clear. Yeah, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face or push him. Like, get the hell out of my face, dude. I just want to see where y'all, because I know y'all some rowdy motherfuckers. I've seen y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen y'all. Oh, man. Y'all some rowdy. Y'all ain't letting that bullshit slide. Y'all have a different, a different take. It depends. It really, it really would depend on 
with the moment. Like if see you wilding out, nigga. <laughs> you wilded out for less. <laughs> you I feel like it's different in. if if like I don't was she I don't know if she was trying to and this is gonna sound crazy. I don't know if she was trying to be disrespectful. Nah, I don't either. It's like the pointing to the hand shit and the you can't see me. It's not like I think she said like it's not a one man show and shit like that. I don't think it was OD disrespectful like you thinking, bro. Like if you do it on a normal basketball court, like at a LA Fitness, that's disrespect because now you're just trying to embarrass me in front of niggas. <laughs> but you're trying to make me look pussy. So you, so y'all didn't didn't think that was there was no disrespect in what she was doing. It was it was just some cool shit. No, because I mean, what's the name be doing this shit too? Kaylin Clark yeah. be doing that. She be yeah. waving off niggas at the three point line and shit. Like and you, don't, and you don't think that's dis- that's disrespect? Just because she did it, you know, once that's still disrespect. Okay, Trash but talk is disrespect. It's th- about disrespect. It's 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 part of the game, it always, though, bro. It's, a, it's about it's just, it's just it's some of it is just like the competitiveness of it. Like some people when they play, they talk and <laughs> they chirp, and I think that's cool if. You can also be on the receiving end, and it seems like both of them are. Yeah, you gotta let a certain uh, a certain little part of that shit go. Like even if I'm playing basketball, yeah, I'm, I, if a nigga disrespect me crazy, we gonna be up in there talking, or we, you know, it might get some pushing or some shit. But if I'm not gonna like steal a nigga because he like in my face talking crazy. Oh, okay. So so what would like give me an example of something that make you want to be like, all right, nigga. I mean, he called me on my name, called me a bitch, like like the whole Rudy Gobert situation. I knew as soon as I seen Rudy swing, I don't care what you are. You could be French, you could be whatever. If I know what's causing somebody to swing on you, and I knew he called him a bitch. Yeah, that that would be the one. So if you do some shit like that, you can't call me no bitch or a pussy. A lot of niggas say that, and it depends on how it go. <laughs> yeah, it, it, if you are saying it like you can't get in somebody's face and say it. Yeah, if you are just like just saying it out loud, like get that pussy ass shit out of here, like some shit like that, I'd be like, hey, all right, bet. <laughs> like, honestly, you might not even say anything right away. Like you might get let one or two go if it's just like out loud. If that's like if you pick up like all right, this is just how they talk. Like they just talk too much. Yeah, like you get a flow of like how people are like competing. But if it just seemed like it's singularly directed at you, then you gonna have you gonna have to do something. Yeah, it's a it's a difference between disrespecting me as a person and disrespecting my game or disrespecting you know just talking crazy. I think what Andrew Reese was doing and what Kaylin Clark was doing was just talking crazy. It can't come across as disrespectful at times, but none of it crossed the line where it needs to be micro. Uh, Examined or whatever, I, whatever the word is for, mm-hmm. like what we need mm-hmm. to be super honed into what was happening here. It's trash yeah. talk. Everybody do it. Um, now, I think that's just the issue I had with it. Like people calling her a fucking idiot and doing all that. It's obvious racial tones behind that, like Keith Oberman and all that. It's it's racial undertones yeah. to that. Yeah, that shit was uncalled for. You can't, you can't do that. Yeah, so yeah, I, the only thing I was just saying is just like just watch it with the outside stuff because, like I said, you don't want people to feel like you're just doing too much. Because although people still fuck with Shakira, and I'm I'm hoping that she bounced back, 
she got on a lot of people's bad side in her little run, you know, around the Olympics and when she was just doing a lot. Yeah, but I think it's two different things because she was really just doing a lot. I would say like you could say she was uh, I guess you could say she was kind of like trying to buck back mm-hmm. in a sense and just wasn't learning I think is what you can say like she was just like mistake after mistake like this is all avoidable I think I think what Angel Reese did wasn't really like in the same realm but I think she'll also learn from it moving forward uh did y'all see that that trailer for that uh new uh Freaknik documentary coming out on Hulu? Um, I didn't see the trailer, but I did see the tweets about it. And what what's the, what generation is that? Gen X? Yeah, man, that's like <laughs> our parents. And shit. well, is it like ninety four? Some of ninety four. Yeah, that's about my parents. It was definitely was, outside. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely out there. Um, I seen all the the freak Nick aunties, man. They getting worried, bro. Some some woman put up like a a little PSA, like, look, I might be in that, <laughs> I might be in that shit, bro. Don't judge me off my actions back then, yeah. So, shit, yeah, I'm I'm ready to watch. Yeah, bro. No, no. Parents, you know, they be talking uh holy and stuff. They was out there in freak Nick busting it. You feel me? Yeah, I, w- I really want to know what what's the extent of what they're going to show. Yeah, it's on Hulu. You know what I would love to know? How they got footage. Oh, it's it's just people. Uh, you know, back then, niggas had, like, cameras, and they, they kept tapes and shit like that. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm like. Hulu. Like, who did Hulu, like, what press release did they put out for, like, hey... Y'all got any freaky freaknik tapes? <laughs> Sit on the Hulu for a chance to get a spot in the document. Like, what was the vibes? Yeah. Yeah. From the from the shit I always see, it always like on some borderline sexual assault type shit. Like yeah. motherfuckers spreading booty cheeks open. And it, it just getting crazy, bro. Uh I don't know. And they was doing it in like traffic. That's the wild part. It wasn't just like in parties. It would just be like in traffic on the hood of a hot Camry, just like posing spreading random women's ass cheek. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that one cop was about to get fired because he got that picture when he was doing that shit. Um but is this something that y'all would have like are we glorifying something that shouldn't be glorified in the freak Nick? Oh hell I would have sure I would have pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> hey we're going to the next one too. <laughs> um what do you mean by glorifying? Because I see I see like mixed reactions. Like when it first came out, you know, of course, everybody. I think a lot of people have like a nostalgic feeling about Freak Nick. Like y'all wasn't outside like we was outside uh, when mm-hmm. when this was like when Freak Nick first happened. Because I think people, a lot of people have good feelings about when Freak Nick was first going on. Um, I saw a quote from Adina Howard say like the once people start getting aware of freak nick like people from outside states that's when it, she says that's when it got sinister so i'm like that that's oh. a that's a crazy word to use but oh, i can see what she means though um did she give a little bit more detail behind what she meant by it got sinister um she it's a whole interview so i just took the quote um, but yeah, she she is alluding to like it's a lot of sexual assault that went on and different things like that. Um, because a lot of niggas just went down there thinking they had the free pass to 
just touch on women and just do whatever they wanted to do. Um, do we do we know what the I guess the original purpose of Freaknik was? Uh, it's party, have a good time. But you know, I think like anything else, it's like spring break when when we were on spring break the vibe was different like when you on that beach in spring break it's like being in new orleans like motherfuckers wilding out a little bit more extra well yeah so you and talk you know, differently to people i'm not saying you do anything hopefully nobody doing nothing crazy but the the whole vibe is a little you do stuff that you normally wouldn't do you also have to consider you these are I guess you can assume 19 to 24, 25 year olds mm-hmm. who were probably down there off the liquor trying to shit gets weird when you get a whole bunch of 20 some year olds together off the liquor who are there for the sole purpose of having a good time. Like you're saying spring break, like spring break isn't normal activity, but that shit gets rowdy just because of the, energy and the atmosphere and the the somewhat set of expectations that I think people come into with like I'm finna get it in. Yeah. And I'm finna go as crazy as I can. Which is dangerous, but it happens. Yeah. I, I think that's what happened. Like the energy when it first started, the energy was just organic. Like motherfucker you mix the liquor with the energy, it's organic. And then once it got the reputation, motherfuckers weirdos just start going down there with the the mindset of, oh, we can do that because we saw that on video happen last free nick. So that's when, you know, they became more aggressive and they started doing extra wild shit. And like Adina Howard said, it got sinister. <laughs> That shit sounds crazy. I'm interested to learn more about Freaknik because I don't even know how many they had any of that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even say I'm going to watch for like to see all the freaks. Um, but the it's more freaks. like a... Yeah, <laughs> more like a, more like a, uh, an information because you, you hear so much about Freaknik all the time. Like, but you don't... It's something that will never come back to experience. And even if they did try to bring it back, I just feel like if they did it now, it would just be super nasty. Um... But just to kind of get a better understanding of what that experience was and what it was like, um, I think would be it's, it'll be dope to kind of learn about. Yeah, because I don't want to. That's just kind of sad about it. Is I don't want every like festive and cool, fun thing to have like some type of dark energy around it. Like a, a couple years ago, like before, like social media phase. When people thought of Freaknik, people just thought of a good time and having fun and stuff like that. But because now social media, which is a good and a bad thing, um, we we tend to overanalyze a lot of shit and maybe apply the actions of some to the whole. And it puts like a dark cloud over something that could have just been like a fun event. You see what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying. I also see how it it would be good, and if they do this in the doc to shed light on some of the bad things that was coming, because sometimes those people that are in charge in charge of those festivals, they don't be held accountable. Like uh, it's kind of the same thing with that one doc. What was that one? Um, damn, Firefest? No, uh, Woodstock. Woodstock '99. It was mm-hmm. kind of like that. Um, where where crimes was happening, but like nobody really talked about <laughs> yeah. it, and, and, and the and the founders was able to just you know 
walk around willy nilly like ain't shit happen. So I, I, I see your point, but sometimes you know we we need to know about what happened so people can you know be held accountable for that. No, that's real. Uh, so yeah, I don't know when it's coming out. I probably should have researched that, but uh, it's coming out soon. I know Jermaine Dupree is uh one of the EPs on it, so we shall see. Um, do y'all feel like pranks are getting corny and out of control now? Like these internet Hell pranks? Yeah. Oh my god, people they learning though. People learning for sure. They need to stop with these bullshit pranks to regular people. Yeah, I saw some dude oh, get shot okay. in Virginia. Um, do you, okay, when you say pranks, do you mean like when people do like the couple pranks or like I'm in Walmart and not just like hit you in the head with some paper towels and now I'm acting mm-hmm. confused in the house too? Like those pranks. That type. Yeah, those yeah. Oh, yeah. I, nah. You know, when I see those type of pranks, sometimes I do think somebody needs violence. Mm-hmm. Like when that dude, um, I saw it was on the timeline or wherever, where he was in traffic and was like leaning against cars and like fake air shadow boxing, oh, like kicking man. people's cars. That dude in Dallas. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. He should have got some hot shells. I don't say he needs to die. Hot shells is crazy. Come on, man. But you, but you need to understand. You in Texas, like you, it's easily. You easy could get blicked up. That nigga sees turned into Cormega in '97. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> nah, he was wilding, bro. He was kicking niggas' cars and hopping on them and shit. Yeah, they do. I've been, I've been seeing some shit. I saw one the other day about dude. He was just like slamming people's Walmart carts. Like and walking up to him and stuff. Yeah, this is one nigga Kendrick Curry that bro. I like he try to play it off cool, like and try to make it seem like the people in there are tripping and the cops are tripping. But I'm like, bro, you antagonizing these people just trying to work, bro. Like this shit ain't funny. So yeah, it's 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 a. I want to say it's a time and place for all that, and. Is one you shouldn't just be fucking with people like when people do it to like drive through workers and all that type of shit. Mm. That's mm-hmm. also a big no no because it's like these people just trying to do their job. Like they don't really got time to to be fucked with in your prank. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, if I, they still yeah they still off you, they you get fired. Yeah, so yeah, I, I I think there definitely needs to be some level of violence that's acceptable against people who try to do pranks. <laughs> Like you should be able to get like beat up, like or at least jumped. Yeah, it was one that was kind of funny. And I, I hate that I laughed at it, but um the one when Buddy fake like he driving off with the car seat on his on his roof and motherfuckers are dipping running to his car. <laughs> bro, niggas are losing their minds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny because if you run it up to his car, that's voluntary. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you putting yourself in that position. Oh, I'm cool shit. with that. <laughs> yeah. Some some shit like that is is cool, but when you start messing with other people, then it then it's different. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just want to touch on that. Like I said, one dude got shot. So hopefully these people will learn. Because I mean, you got people getting big off it. Like funny Marco. That's how he he really got big. But you see some of these people, and I'm not saying that all the shit he doing is right either. But I'm just saying that some of these. Uh, 
people i don't even know what angle they they feel like they gonna make with this like buddy that be walking up to the black people and calling them boy and shit i'm like nigga you gonna get killed bro yeah that shit is wild. With these type of things, it's hard to be kind of understanding to it. Like, kids just going to do, like, dumb shit sometimes. Mm. Um, and it's just kind of, like, it's 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 what happens. Like, you can't really avoid it. It's bound to happen in some capacity. Like, this is just a new version of it. Um, but then there also is kind of the part where it's like, all right, now they're doing too much. You got to know where the line is. I feel like, yeah, no, that's real. Um, do y'all feel like Pusha T is top fifty of all time? I feel like it's subjective. I feel like it's hard to say no. He would, he would probably make my fifty list. Uh, Yeah, he would make mine, but my fifty list is probably two hundred people, to be honest. Yeah, what's the name was uh, Jim Jones was getting interviewed um, with Rap Radar, I believe, or I know B Dot was on it, but it may not have been Rap Radar. Um, and he was they were asking him about Push and was he on the top fifty? And Jim Jones said nobody wants to be like Push, like he he didn't push the culture forward and. Like that's why he wouldn't make his top fifty, and I wanted to see if he had a point. Or I know he's been like on this Drake wave lately. Is it just like that Drake, Drake approval thing? Because they still, you know, him and Push still got issues, or what? What this is? Because I would say that Push would easily be in top fifty, right? Would you say he pushed the culture forward though? If you if you add in clips, yes. Um, how, how so? How would you, how would you? Everybody that did the, the grind and beat on their desk in school. Mm -hmm. You can't find one person that didn't do the grind and beat on their desk. Um, I mean, so that's a, a cultural staple right there. I mean, everybody don't have like super classic albums, although like albums like Hell Have No Fury and stuff like that are, like, those are, very good albums and then he to me he has a classic in Daytona so I think he's done more than enough to be considered a uh, top 50 and especially when we talk about Jim Jones here bro as he <laughs> as he has the clips and push and or push a T push the culture further than Dipset no 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 not at all so do you think that could be so do you think there's some some actual mirror in behind that statement? Yeah, but that's like Mario Chalmers talking shit about Clay Thompson or some shit like that. Like you was alone for the ride, nigga. <laughs> can't, no, you can't you can't really say that. Jim Jones wasn't alone for the ride. Jim had his pause. Jim had his he, he, de- he definitely had his moments, but you can't you can't dictate who's top 50 or not. Is Jim Jones the top 300 rapper of all time? Okay. Yes, I, I think. Get the fuck. We're not going to do that. 300? Top 300 oh, rapper yeah. of all time, bro. Yes, he's top 300. Jim Jones don't got five songs that we com- confidently will put on in, in a party. Uh, nah, uh, Whoa, I don't know. I think okay, I, get, I, under, I understand what you're saying. I do, I do get what you're saying, but th- he got five. What you gonna put on? We fly high, summer in Miami. Uh, summer with Miami <laughs> definitely going crazy. 
crunk music is going on at a party. I'll, I'll still hear that. <laughs> With my you hula games, Brent. <laughs> and it's not because of his part, bro. <laughs> that shit was a um, can you count? Can you count dipset shit or just just street jump? You can count dipset shit too. It's th- you still not getting five. Oh, I can count dipset shit. Hold on. Pop uh, champagne. Um, yeah, weather pop man? champagne. Yeah, now, see, you see what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> Jim Jones is not a top 300 <laughs> rapper of all time, bro. Hey, hey, don't tell me you're not trying to hear repping time. <laughs> <laughs> the Wayne one. I'm not trying to hear his bullshit. <laughs> Come on, man. He got. Uh, bro, Jim Jones is cool because of Dipset and because he's just generally cool, but he's not a good rapper and he's he's very overrated because of the affiliation with Dipset. I, I get what you're saying. And I fuck with I, Jim. I don't have no problem with Jim. But I can't name one Jim verse that I want to hear, bro. I, I feel like that's taking it too far. The crunk, the crunk music. And he was on some bullshit, bro. In my hula <laughs> gang, pain. In my nigga straight pain. Savage. But that shit got hard, though. <laughs> it's got hard. Um, I, I, I would want to hear Certified Gangster. Oh, I forgot about that. Hell yeah. I don't even know this, what he this, says. This, in that this, verse, this is bro. starting to get real musty. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what he says in that verse, bro. And that's what I'm saying. I the verses that I know, I we fly high and shit like that. I don't want to hear that shit no more, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm I, saying. I, I, yeah. Sorry for that musty moment. Musty moment. <laughs> <laughs> um. Have y'all parents ever forced y'all to fight another kid? No. No. The, the, I saw a video today and it was a, uh, a mom she was forcing her kid to fight this other kid um, I guess you know teaching them not to be afraid of bullies and you know you gotta stand up sometimes um, for yourself do y'all feel like this is a, a beneficial skill do you feel like parents should be forcing your kids to fight or do you let them like alright cool I guess if you, you don't want to fight them don't fight them yeah, I, I agree with giving them an option. I'll never agree with forcing a fight night with these kids. But, <laughs> yeah. but, de- but definitely let them know, hey, if this is something that you can't put up with and you exhausted all efforts to make this go away, I mean, it's nothing wrong with defending yourself. Um, I think it's a little compl- complicated. Like, if the kid doesn't want to fight I think it's hard to make them want to fight or even get them into a space where it's like this is a reliable option and I actually saw something about this on like TikTok like this um, this mom was talking to her son probably like in the middle school but basically saying I understand you were he was at school and some kid said something about her and he was ready to fight but she was saying you got to be careful because, you know, certain kids these days don't want to, they won't just fight. Like they'll just come to school with like guns and things like that. You got to like think of the bigger picture, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense. And I, no parent wants to see that their kid get bullied or pushed around or anything like that. You want to know, like, if something is happening, they can stand up and defend themselves. And I think that's more so what she's preaching 
as opposed to just get out there and throw hands to like resolve the problems, which I, I to some extent understand. I just don't know how you properly, uh, I don't want to say execute it, but you get that going in the right way. Yeah. I'm about as anti-conflict as you can get, but I think that all kids will have a point where they have to stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's one kid or one person alive that hasn't run into one instance where somebody has pushed you to that limit where you like, all right, if I don't say or do something, then this person is going to keep doing this. So I don't know how you teach your child to react in that instance and not the other ones. But I think that it's it has to be instilled that if you don't and you continue to let this person just roll over you and just talk or do whatever they want to do to you, they're going to continue to do it. Do you think that it has to involve violence at one point or do you think it if they just stood up for themselves with their words, that would be good enough. Unfortunately, I don't think words is good enough for this instance that's going to happen. I think that you, you it's going to have to be a tussle of some sort. Now, if you just want to lock them up, like get them hemmed up, whatever you have to do to let them know <laughs> that if I have to, I will fight you. I might lose, but I'm going to fight you. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's a hard thing to. I mean, well, one, it's hard to to teach that type of thing because it's also. I mean, we all know you sometimes gotta like pick the battles, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't just fight the kid you know you can only beat up, and don't like curl up to the one you can. But you don't also throw, go throwing yourself into the situation where like you know you can't beat this kid up, and then you're just gonna get wailed on. Um, yeah, it's it's complicated. And it's all situational. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's where the different techniques come into play. What do you mean by techniques? Like karate techniques? No, no. Like uh, if, if if you should be physical or if you shouldn't. You know, oh, okay. it's 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 all about the situation. Yeah. Because, I mean, we all yeah. heard the if somebody put their hands on you, you know, hit them back or somebody put their hands on your brother and sister, make sure you stand up for them. But it's a thin line between that and getting you, your child being like a felon or some shit at at school (laughs) and just fucking wilding out on whatever they want to. It's also not, it's also hard when you can't really tell a kid you may get beat up, but that's okay. Like we, I think we understand. Like sometimes you just gotta fight back for the fight, sake of fighting back. Because if you fight back enough, then you think they'll stop. Um, when, from a kid's perspective, you try if you're in school and you try to, you know, fight back and you get beat up, or you're just gonna go back to school and you're gonna be that kid who got beat up, and that kid they still might pick on you a little bit more. It's 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 difficult, I guess to say. Yeah, but I'm, I I don't really ever see somebody that fought that person. They might lose, but they just keep picking on them because well, they mean, know it, they're gonna do something back now. Well, the thing is, even if they don't pick on them, other people will pick on them now. <sighs> like if you get beat up, if you see a kid get beat up, then 
if, if you piling on them, you just a demon, Every, bro. Everybody at the school, like, man, shut up before I go get so and so. Like, you gonna hear that for a little bit. It, it, it depends, cause some kids will look at it like, ah, hey, he ain't scared to fight though. Yeah. So yeah, I better watch what I say soon, cause he he'll be ready to throw down, even if he got his ass whooped. Hey, at least he's willing to go that far. Most people don't want to fight, bro. It's just like the NBA. Most niggas don't want to fight. They wolfing, bro. I don't know about that. I think I think after a certain age, but there is an age range where motherfuckers will just fight. I think like because because you got to remember at, when you're a kid or when you're in younger ages, the only like uh, what's the best way to put it? Like your physical demeanor, your ability to be um, intimidating. It's it's kind of a part of like the peacocking process. Mm-hmm. So if you if people know, like, don't play with that nigga or don't play with them, like they'll they'll really fight. Then you almost feel like you are you're kind of stamped and safe. Yeah, but part of the peacocking process is woofing and making it seem like you're going to be somebody ass when you don't really want it to come to that level. You got to be careful with that. Because that's what most people are gonna do first. They gonna because why why do why do I want to fight? Nobody I don't think nobody really wants to like enjoys fighting. They just do it because they feel like they have to, or you know, they feel like somebody that stepped on their pride or did something that they, you know, they gotta impress some somebody. Niggas come come in a party, they start putting their friends in little chocos and shit, showing the women that they can be protectors. I don't know what they doing, but th- that type of shit, bro. Little goofy shit. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think nobody really want to fight, bro. And like, I don't think you've ever ran into somebody that said it was picking on you or I, at least being physically uh, abusive. And then when you fought back, they kept doing it. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. It's just you never really know. Sometimes you really will, you will, you will run into that person who's just like <laughs> they home life is just so bad that all they really want to do is throw hands. Mm-hmm. They want to hit somebody. Yeah, yeah. You gotta stay away from them niggas, man. Yeah, yeah. What, what's y'all, what's y'all thoughts on eating etiquette, man? I saw a, a, a tweet. Dude went out with a chick. They went to a little wing spot, and she was eating. And I guess you know they eating barbecue wings, and she had like barbecue sauce all over her cup and shit. Is that a turn off? Like with with people messy eating like that? Hell yeah! Why the fuck you got barbecue sauce on your cup, man? Wipe that shit off. <laughs> It's on your hands when you eating, bro. Yeah, you you know when you when you eating with wings, like your hands get a little saucy. I should be able to see it. Hey, it should be it should not be a lot to where I'm like, hey, what is going? Wipe that cup. Wipe that cup. No, no, man, we too old. Come on, man. Cause you know if if you got a lot of sauce on your hands, you ain't wiping your cup. She was thirsty. She was parched. She just, she just. Re- See, I, I do. When you do eat certain saucy things, you do have to like. You need hella napkins. You do. You have. You have to know. Like, I'm going to wipe my hands before I try to grab anything. Leaving, leaving the cup on. Oh. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna say sometimes you be looking for reasons, but sometimes reasons be finding you. Bro, that, <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, man. I don't I don't know why that shit's so crazy to me, but I, I know that shit will piss me off if I have to. <laughs> Like that, it, it, the same thing is like when people are eating and they leave like remnants of whatever they were eating like on their face too long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, usually you get the you know what I'm saying somebody be like hey wipe it off type. No, no, I don't. Nobody should have to tell you to wipe it off. If somebody has to tell you to wipe it off, that means it's been there too long. <laughs> like you got a saucy mouth. Yeah. yeah. Wait, okay. <laughs> How saucy? Are you talking about like them little crumbs people be having? Like, I'm talking about anything. No, like Flintstone saucy. If you were eating like, uh, if you eating some wings with some mild sauce, like there shouldn't mm-hmm. be like mild sauce like in the corner of your mouth <laughs> at any moment. Are we getting at too straight? I feel like there needs, as an adult, there there should be a respectable, um. Bite to wipe ratio. <laughs> All right, I think we get too strict now, bro. No, I, I I get what he's saying. I feel like there needs to be a time limit. Like when I, I'm when I'm eating, and I know I'll have something like a little saucy or even something that's like I know could potentially leave something. I'm gonna have a napkin so I can like wipe my face in between. Nothing may even be there, but just for the sake of me knowing, I'm not running around with this saucy ass face. I gotta do it. Yeah, I ain't never go to sleep with the sauce on your cheeks. Did you? Yeah, I ain't never nap. Yeah, like take a little, a little sauce nap. Hey, listen, when I'm at home and nobody's <laughs> around, it's a different, it's a whole nother ball game. It's I'm like wild. See, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm wild. That's when you, you get the sauce on the cup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you at the crib, it's cool because you can just wash it off. But like nobody wants to see your styrofoam cup with, it's like you left evidence behind. It's like a crime scene. She get barbecue figures, uh, fingerprints on her shit. Yeah, having a saucy cup is wild, bro. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Oh man, that's funny. But that's, that's it is real though. Uh, uh, eating etiquette is a thing for sure. What's your number yeah. one turn off for eating etiquette? Well, what's your rule? What's your top rule? I think I think smacking is just like I can't do that. I might just have to walk out. To be honest, I might I might tell the waiter, "Yeah, I ain't, I ain't covering this one." If you, <laughs> if you smack if you smack a little, it's like, come on, like you. And it's not. I feel like everybody smacks somewhat, but like I'm talking about the outlandish smacking. No, oh, yeah, that can't that can't happen. It's not really eating etiquette, but I, anybody who says salmon, uh, salmon, I, I don't, I don't want to be around. <laughs> hey man, come on, bro. That's like a, that, that's a tough one. That's not. <laughs> I, I think I might have said any if I if I even see an IG chef say I'm about to make these salmon bites, I'm swiping. <laughs> <laughs> that shit might be fire though. Magnet niggas know how to cook up. I'll, I'll never, I'll never know. <laughs> For real. What what do y'all uh what about like y'all food well her food come and she start eating before you y'all cool with that? Uh that I prefer. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I, I yeah, I really I, that's something I actually I, I have to push for normally. Especially if I'm cooking. Like if I cook and then like I you know, because sometimes when you cook, like the plating is a part of the experience. So you cook a plate, it's like all right, go ahead. Like it's just weird it's when 
somebody's just like staring at you like with food in front of them like to like waiting on you it's like please just eat like i can't sit here with you looking at me looking at your food just go ahead for it i'm hearing you like to be called the servant like kd (laughs) 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 that's what i heard bro Nah, that's oh. not the vibe. But you know, but you know, it's I don't know. It's something about just watching somebody eat. It was kind of, is or having somebody wait on you for your food to come. I just I don't know. Yeah, it makes yeah. me it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I hate yeah. when like, um, physically. And I know a lot of people they make this joke on social media like, oh, I get my girl to hound like the, the wait staff and shit like that to get our meal right but I, I legit hate that shit I'm not saying that they if something is wrong they can't complain and get it right I just don't like the complaining everywhere we go that's like my pet peeve bro I don't okay when you say complaining do you mean actually complaining or just being un, seeming like they're unpleased because I, I, I do understand if you go somewhere and you don't like the food, like you should be able to send it back and say you don't like it. No, you should. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? No, you should. For what? You Why ordered not? it. Say, oh, no, I don't like this. Uh, okay. Can you cook some food and say you don't like it and take it back to the store? It's not the same thing. How is it not? They cooked the food already. They can't take it back. They can take they can take it back. They can get you some new food. They can yeah. le- legit take it back, but they're gonna have to throw it away. Uh, Just because you didn't like okay. it. I feel like that's okay. Man, hell no. I, I feel like if I you were like, like a TJ Fridays, it's perfectly fine. You go to McDonald's, you don't like a Big Mac. You, you say, "Hey, I don't, I don't like this Big Mac. Give me, give me a big and tasty on the house." <laughs> that's different. You know what a Big Mac is. Like that, what, that's, that's McDonald's. It's the same every time. Well, it's not. But bro, you, it's even worse at a restaurant because it's gonna cost them more to throw away. Okay, so what would you prefer? Would you prefer be out? Say you on a date. She- she doesn't do anything. She takes like a couple bites and leaves it there. Would you prefer her just leave, send back the whole meal at the end of the date when they come to clear the table or say, hey, I don't like this. Take it back. But I'm, like I'm not mad at you. You, If you say, hey, I would like to order something else. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't have no problem with that. If you don't like something, why stay out and you don't like something? That's fine. But to make a big scene acting like the restaurant is uh, obligated to replace what you ordered for free to get something else is nuts. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, so yeah. for you, for you, it's the make a scene part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's like, yeah, that's the main part. Like, I, if you don't like something, that's fine. Like, I, I can't make you like something or I don't care if you don't like something. That's, it's gonna happen. But it's a lot of people that be like, oh, no, I don't like this. It's, it's this and this and it tastes like this and it's like that's what you ordered now if it's legitimately some like something wrong with it it's, it's cold or it's undercooked all right yeah I, I don't care but but what if you what if it's just nasty to you like what if you that like, don't make sometimes sense you, sometimes you try new things at different places mm-hmm. yes but it, it don't work like that bro at a restaurant it don't work like that where you could just be like it's not a buffet you can't just be like all right let's swap this out 
<clears throat> See, I feel like you. I feel like you can get it off. I feel like it's no, okay they, because I'm still paying for it. Yeah, you paying for what's coming now, but you're not paying for what you just threw away for free. Yeah, no, they got to eat that. That's fine. That's not really my concern. I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna be honest. That's not my concern. Nah, yeah. that, that that's fucked up. I'm, it's not. It's not gonna ruin them. But, I mean, yes, a lot of stuff is not gonna ruin it, but it starts to add up. If everybody was just like, "Yo, if I don't like something, you can just take it back," and everybody was doing that, then it, yes, it is gonna ruin them. Okay, but would you want to go to a restaurant that said you're not allowed to send your food back if you don't like it? That's not. That's not realistic, though. Because it's a service industry, they can't put a like a a system in place where it makes it feel like you can't do nothing, like you don't have that type of uh, choice behind the matter. But still, if it became a problem, I'm sure they would be like, "Look, if you order this, this is what you got to have." And so, I I don't I don't mean it. When I say like if somebody just was replacing food, I'm talking about people that complain about food everywhere. They go. We all know people like this. Anywhere you go, they're going to complain, get stuff sitting back. It's always a problem. That type of shit. Thankfully, I don't. I feel like thankfully, I, I don't. No. But I mean, those are just people you don't go to eat with. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's hard to tell somebody you don't want to go out to eat with them, especially if you love them. If you if you what if you love them, <laughs> shit. Now we getting takeout, mm. or you only get McDonald's. Oh, pick oh. things, pick things. I mean, you have to know who you eat and where where to go eat. Don't be trying to be exploratory with your meals if you just know you're not gonna like it and try to send it back. Yeah, that's maybe, something I can't do with you. Maybe that's what it is. I just don't like confrontational people. That's overly confrontational. I think yeah, it's I feel like if you're going to, regardless of why you're doing it, if you're asking to send your food back, you just kind of hope that it's done with a sense of understanding where I am being somewhat of an inconvenience. So you just hope that there's some sort of um, proper understanding, um, respect uh, in in how they go about doing it. Yeah, I agree with it. It's, it's always there's a there's a right way to do it. Yeah, and if you're polite about it, you know what I'm saying. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, most waiters gonna try to make sure you're good because they they want to provide the best service available. So I'm not saying it's gonna be a big deal to eat that cost, but it's still a cost behind it. And so that's what I'm saying. If they don't, if a waiter was like, "Nah, we can't eat that." But we can give you the next one half off, or whatever the case may be. It shouldn't be no big issue. I ain't gonna lie. No, nobody's going for that. You can't. You, I get charged for a meal and a half. What? When have when have you got this off where you just get free meals that you send it back? I don't know one restaurant that's doing that. I feel like that's Wait, that doesn't Where if you don't like your food and you say you want to swap it out, they just swap it. I've never ran into no what's if you haven't touched it or some shit I can see that but if you eating it and you like nah this ain't for me and we nah, gotta you, take it back and throw it away nah you pay half off next one 
if you try it, if you if you try it and you realize, nah, this is not for me, they they definitely take it back and then give you something else if you want. Yeah, because even if you don't touch it and you say I don't like this, they're still gonna throw it away anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe my restaurant would be different. We 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 confront niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the issue? <laughs> what the fuck is up? <laughs> you gonna have to teach your your waiters and your waitresses how to fight. <laughs> hey man, you know how much chicken costs nowadays. You want us to throw this shit away? And get you some more shit. <laughs> Bring the chef out and shit to intimidate niggas. <laughs> hey, this big Ron. <laughs> tell, tell Big Ron what's wrong with it. <laughs> He just got out manslaughter. <laughs> Try to start a new life. All right, what's the issue? <laughs> nah, I'll take it, bro. You go. <laughs> nah, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently men are uh, roughly 1.3 million men in America are getting BBLs, liposuction, and ab implants. Mm. While I understand liposuction in the implants, I don't understand the BBLs for it. <laughs> I, I do, though. What? I, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said it like that. But you also got to uh, gotta factor in the dudes that, you know, want their uh, ass to be bigger. Why'd you say that like that's normal? <laughs> All right. Let, 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 let's get to talking for real. No. <laughs> no, let's get to let's get to talk. What are you what are you about to say? What are you about to let, let's get to being honest, man. The LGBTQ community has grown recently. It's it's you know, people are are more free to be themselves and, and, and not hiding themselves. And with this, they're starting to get surgeries that, you know, tend to make their bodies more attractive to fellow partners. And that, that that's where the BBL comes in. So you're saying gay males are a majority of the the BBLs? I'm not saying the majority. I would I would I assume. I'd hope so. <laughs> I don't know why, you know, but maybe maybe a straight dude wants to get, you know, some thickness down there. I I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna judge you. But I'm just saying that's a part, you know, we should, you know, at least talk about. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. BBL is. I, I don't. I just don't know who would want to get thick. Think about the nigga. Do you guys know any niggas that uh, got a not personally, but out in pop culture world? Do you know any niggas that got a BBL? Saucy Santana. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> got it right there. You know what I'm saying? It's. I, I let them do what they do. Hey man, uh, all my niggas, man. Just like I told the women a couple weeks back, man. Love yourself, bro. Like, if you don't like something, get after it, bro. Go hard in the gym. I'm not saying a little whatever you want to do here or there is not. You know, if you want to do that, go ahead, do your thing. But we got to start loving ourselves more, bro. So you don't, you don't support niggas getting some ads. <sighs> I think that goes without question that I don't have to say. <laughs> but you um, but you cool with the abs. If you wanna go ahead and do that, go ahead and do that. I, I mean if you wanna do your BBL joint, man, go ahead and do your thing. But I think niggas just need to start loving what, what God gave us, bro. 
You think I don't want to be flexed up like an anime character? Yeah. But I feel like I got to put in work to do that, bro. I don't deserve that shit if I'm just out here eating fucking Takis and shit and, you know, not really putting the work in to get there. You you, you saying get it out the mud. Yeah, man. Okay, but what if you what if you worked for it like you got rich? Like you worked for the money. You know what I'm saying? You put in the work for that money and now you can afford to uh, look the way you look. Do you think that's okay? I can't respect it, bro. I honor it, but I don't respect it. If that makes sense, would you call it out? Yeah, we see we see Al Sharpton with this big ass head, and we, <laughs> you think we we don't know what's going on? We know he ain't get that shit out the mud. <laughs> Funk Flex, Drizzy, LL Cool J, the LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> All niggas that didn't get it out the mud, but hey, I honor it, but I don't respect it. Al Roker. Okay, man. Is is Al still going through? Do we still got sent prayers to Al? I think he's better now. Back on the TV now. Oh, shout out to you, Al. Yeah. Yeah. Tamar Braxton, husband. Oh man, come on, man. Let's call him See, out, yeah. bro. <laughs> Wait, what did he do? Because did he get uh, what is that gastric bypass? Is that I think what he, he got did? lap band surgery? Okay, I don't I don't know how I feel about that because some some dudes like I don't know if everyone has enough time to really lose the weight. If I'm being honest, some niggas are unforgivably fat and. <laughs> Everybody's weird to say. <laughs> Everybody's weird to say. That's why I started laughing. But, <laughs> but like Big Boy, Big Boy, it's no way he would survive in the gym. <laughs> so he had to get it. You see what I'm saying? Uh, that's understandable. <laughs> Telling a nigga he wouldn't survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should have dangerous hope. <laughs> Honestly, but it also makes sense because sometimes if you lose weight. Regular, you just end up flabby. I think all of them end up flabby, unless you like somewhat skinny to begin. Like LL Cool J, probably he didn't have no loose skin. Drake didn't have no loose skin, but niggas like, like Big Boy and shit. LL Cool J had surgery, bro. Well, I mean, like the bigger dudes, like you would say Big Boy. You know, like when you see people on like TikTok who are like trying to lose weight, like they'll lose weight, but then they have like all the loose extra skin. Yeah, like a. Uh, like Terio, like if if Terio decided in the future to get surgery, would you respect it? Because he, I, I, I look like he got it out the mud a little. Sometimes you need the surgery just to round out your body a little bit, so you just don't seem like you have wings. Yeah, some of them niggas like wrapping their skin around them and shit, bro. It's it's cr- kind of crazy, like a bed sheet. Do you keep getting smaller? You gotta keep buying new clothes. <laughs> if you get the surgery, you just you get to one side. Yeah, I seen uh, I seen it was um a video. I don't know if y'all been seeing that, but like dudes and like I guess women and males are finding out how hard it is for the opposite sex to have sex now. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like dudes are like taping themselves or filming themselves, like fake riding. Get get up! No, we're done here. (laughs) 
We're done here. No, no, women are doing it too. Women are doing like the missionary, like how long they can last doing a missionary. And they like their husbands are timing them. Like, you see how hard this is to do? No, I'm not okay with it. And they all come into understanding, like, yeah, we see, we see, you know, we're taking a step in each other's shoes now. Not okay with this. Yo, a nigga fake ride and coming to that conclusion. <laughs> no, respect, respect, <laughs> respect. You know what? No, fake, fake riding and having your whoever you with be like, see, it's not that hard, and you add all that out of breath, like, yeah, you right. <laughs> no, I'm not okay with that. I'm gonna say a hot take. I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> I think people be trying to, uh, well, uh, obviously in this case, women be making it harder than it has to be. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want. I'm, to actually, I'm actually speechless. <laughs> I <I'll> say that. <laughs> it's easier than it seems. Because they, know. I mean, they make it seem like you got to do all this. Like you got to be like a back catcher or some shit. You don't have to do it like that, bro. Hey, uh, what? Who? You see what I'm saying? You, you better be careful. Tell me you don't got to do it like that. Like you got the tips. Niggas <laughs> are doing anything. For some I hate this It's crazy. <coughs> oh lord! Hey man, we need to start creating some content, man. That's a nasty transition. Let's go to music. That's sick. You can't talk about the fake ride and say we gotta create some content. For real. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we can go to music. Um, well, before we get there, I got one more question. Um, are y'all cool with y'all significant other going to Exodus funeral? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then they get in the dirt. <laughs> oh man. Would you uh, say that once you got home? It, it depends. It, it depends on their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never say that. <laughs> that nigga the dirt. <laughs> Been waiting for this. Man. I think I'd be up. cool. I think I'd be cool with it. Okay. I don't know yeah, about ain't shit. He can do. Ain't shit he can do. It ain't really about ain't shit they can do, but it's like it's kind of understandable as to why they would want to go. Oh yeah, yeah. I w- I would understand it. Like I don't think I'm that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, or that possessive in a sense to be like, no. Nah. All right, man. Let's get into this music, man. Uh, we want to start. I guess with the first album that dropped this week. Uh, Currency and Jermaine Dupree dropped their album. Uh, for motivational use only, Volume One. How we feeling about this? Um, it was it was seven tracks. I think I liked at least three, four on here. Um, Essence Fest is that shit. Um, fuck with that off the lot. Never fall off. Never enough. Um, it's kind of what I mean. I, I I guess I could say it's kind of what I was expecting. Um, looking forward to the other volume that's supposed to come out at some later date, but. I mean, it's, it was consistent. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is my least favorite spitter. Like, it wasn't bad, but I just preferred Currency with other producers over Jermaine Dupri. 
I, I don't know if he fits currency's vibe, but it was okay. Like like you said, the Essence Fest is good. Um, off the lot was straight. I think Screen Swallowing was alright too. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see me spending this too many times. It's maybe except for Essence Fest. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I could see what you're saying because I-, I felt that with one of these tracks. One of these tracks, Jermaine was like rapping for a decent minute. I, I, I didn't like that. Never Enough? Yeah, I think that was a that decent was verse, though. I, I, for some reason, I didn't like it. Maybe I just didn't like the combination of Jermaine on that type of beat, but I, I just didn't really care to hear him rap for real. But I, I really liked Off the Lot. I think that was my favorite out of all these. But it was cool. Did it make you want a 2 Chainz album? No. 2 Chainz verse wasn't bad, but nah. I think they're supposed to go on tour with this, though. So if they do go on tour, I'll probably pop out to a date. That would be solid. Shout out to my nigga Spitter, man. Like I said, it's always consistent. Even though this wasn't my favorite one, but it it was all right, so... Uh, Daniel Caesar. Before we get into the album, he apologized this week, man. Um, he apologized for his comments about Yes Jules and you know, pretty much inviting people to cancel him. Uh, he said he's <laughs> sorry and you know, he wasn't thinking he was being too prideful and it, you know, everything came to pass. So, do y'all forgive Daniel Caesar? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I never had a problem with it. I understood his play. I, I know what he was on. It's good. It's all good with me, bro. <laughs> if nobody else understands you, I feel you, man. You good in my book. You know, I, I, I'll accept his apology. Yeah, he says sorry, man. Uh, now let's get to the music, man. How y'all feel about his album, Never Enough? Mm, I mean, for me, it was cool. I didn't, I didn't really deep dive into it or keep it on repeat this weekend. Uh, wasn't really in that mood. From what I was hearing, it was, it sounded pretty consistent. Um, somewhat with its first project, I enjoyed the sound of it. I just wasn't really in that. It seemed kind of sad. I wasn't in that mood though. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to it once. I feel like I need to sit with it some more. But uh, Valentina and homosexual. <laughs> and, I, and I never thought I would like a song called homosexual, but that shit is cold. I can't front. Those, those are those are solid. I, I need to listen to it again though. But from what I heard first listen, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, I liked it, bro. Um, I I think his first album was one of the best albums of the last ten years. Um, Fruidia, um, it's one of the best R and B albums up there with us, uh, Chasing Summers and uh, uh, Summer Walker's joint, her first one. Um, what's that shit called? Um, Over um, it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So those three are like three of my favorite albums of the last ten R and B albums of the last ten years, but. Um, this one is up there, man. This one is a very good project. Um, I like that. Let me go. It's probably my favorite off the, off the album. The I like two other songs, always and superpowers as well. But I I like pretty much the whole album. I really didn't have no skips on here, so um, thought it was a very good project to kind of wipe the taste out of our mouths from uh, the last project. Although it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I, I low key like that last project. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it was it was forgettable. Just say it like that. 
Mm. There's no songs that I could. I don't even remember any songs off that last project. Cause uh, yeah. that one song about him being in love with a stripper, not on there, right? No, okay. I, I remember the song with Brandy and uh, I think he had mm-hmm. one. Was it Pharrell or some shit? No, okay. I don't remember anything else. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty high, man. So shout out to Danny Caesar, um, Ray Sherman, man. They dropped their highly anticipated follow up to their album series, Shrim Life. Uh, it's called Shrimp for Life, the fourth one. Um, what y'all think about this one, man? Um, it was an album. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> niggas wasn't fucking with it. For me, there's there's songs on here that I really like. I, I really like something I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like. Actually, Diamond's Dance was pretty good. I, I like Torpedo the first time I heard it. Uh, Activate is cool. Like, there's songs that I really like, but I feel like it's a lot of mid on here. Damn. Yeah, I, I, a lot of it's, it's going to sound bad. It's like Ray Shimmer was trying to make a Ray Shimmer song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AI Ray Shimmer. AI Ray Shimmer. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I like the Roy Flush song. That was pretty good to me. My favorite song is the Tanisha song. I think that's uh that's gonna go off. Um I like to activate. I don't think it's on par with their first two albums, let me say that. Mm-mm. But I don't think you said what? What about the third? Uh the th- see it was hits and misses on the third because it was so many songs. I can't properly judge it because it's hits on that Sway album, it's hits on that Slim Jimmy, and it's hits on the combo like Pexing, uh, Flexing, perpe- Perpexing, uh, Plague. yeah, whatever. Perpexing, <laughs> Perpexing Pegasus, yeah. yeah. You got buckets, you got Power Glide, yeah. yeah. So if you add up like the good songs on each one of those different albums, then it's it's a very good album. But this one. I can't see any smashes out of it besides maybe Tanisha. I really like Tanisha. Yeah, I yeah, I can't see it either. I, I did like Royal Flush, but that that sexy shit, uh, bro, what the fuck were they on with that? Yeah, it was a little disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Damn. Is it over and, for and, No. Um, yeah, I think it might be. I think from an album perspective, it might be. They might need to go to Tiger Row. I don't know. I, I see people connecting with the album. I've seen a lot of people say it's very good. And they like that um that stand sample, that not so bad. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen I've seen a lot of Tanisha too. They just dropped the Tanisha uh video this weekend. So I'ma see how it plays out. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's over for. Them. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, th- this one wasn't just. I-, I think I was just expecting more, and I, I was a little disappointed. I'm not gonna lie, but at least I got some joints that I know that I'm gonna play for, you know, a decent minute. Yeah, you know what's crazy, and I don't know if this is what I have to say, but I think Slim Jimmy going bald kind of took away his uh, okay, his superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. He has some solid verses on here. It's just, I don't know. It seems like with every album, he sounds more out of place. 
like I, I could tell more that you know you this is a Sway Lee, yeah, like this is a Sway Lee record and not him, and he don't he's not really giving his his all. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, hey, shout out to Ray Sherman, man. Legends in the game, they got a they got a twenty if this is the end. So, uh, oh hell yeah. Um, uh, other than that, man, any other projects or songs that we missing on? Um, we got Drake Search and Rescue from the, the leak. Yeah, I ain't even, I ain't even gonna speak on that trash. Nigga, cornball. <laughs> I mean, this this was one of them ones where it's like you know it was a leak and just gonna put it out anyway. It's what it is, what it is. I didn't. It had good parts, like moments, but overall, it wasn't good. Yeah, we've we've had better. Um, Lil Yachty put out Strike. I like that. I I love that song. Yeah, that shit's hard. Um, we did get a Mozzie EP, about six songs called Collect Call. It was good. Uh, I like the I fuck with the first track, uh, Free All the Lifers. Mm. Uh, but I mean, you know what? We're gonna get with Mozzie rap, so it's pretty much consistent with what he typically puts out. Um, we get the R&B. Let me see. From an R&B perspective, we talked about Daniel Caesar. Um, we got a Mahalia single called Terms and Conditions. Um, that was all right. Uh, Keanu Day, Jealous featuring LMA. That was also all right. We did get a, a Day album. Mm-hmm. Almost forgot about the oh, Day album. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forget about that. No, that shit was... That shit was solid. I'm glad um, in the beginning they they were forcing a little too much uh, moon references. And I was like, all right, this <laughs> might get a <laughs> this might get a little annoying. But no, that shit was cold. That one song with um that country uh, girl was fire, and I didn't expect it to be Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves, yeah, yeah, that shit was cold. Oh, they had Casey Musgraves on that shit, man. Hey, yeah. what's that uh thick that thick country singer? Y'all know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you talk. I don't know her name, but I know like her picture was circulating. Yeah, with her the cheetah, the cheetah print. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Might have to get into the her and see what she's talking about. <laughs> but that, but that, that they album was solid. They, it, it was. Uh, I think they delivered. No pun intended. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. I still, I haven't checked it out. For some reason, I found myself diving into a Ghostface Killer discography this weekend, and it's not good. I, don't, I, I think we overrated. <laughs> I think we overrated a little oh, bit of Ghostface Killer's discography. <laughs> oh shit! But, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't listen to too much Wu Tang. It's a there, there's a limit for me. <laughs> so, uh, any other singles that we missing? No, I don't, I don't think I missed anything else. I think we think we covered. All right, man. Uh, I guess we can get into shout outs unless y'all got something else before shout outs. Uh, no, man. I think we square. Right. Uh, don't know what you got. Uh, I'm a shout out Chris Tucker, man. Uh, I want to see Air on Friday, and that that one is a really good movie. I wasn't expecting it to be. Uh, like off the trailer, I, I don't know. I 
didn't expect it to be as good as it actually was. I was so like, Chris why'd you go see it? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the real reason I, I, I saw it, and this is not a plug, we can actually censor their name, but T-Mobile uh, gave out $5 tickets to go see it. So I was like, fuck it. I'll, oh, just, okay. I'll just show up. But it was, yeah, it was it was pretty good. And he and I think he did a really good job. And uh, I think, you know, I want to see Chris Tucker in more movies like that. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a serious role. He was still adding comedy to it, but I think he added a... A good element to it. Who's he so playing? Charles Oakley? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he, man. Who's he playing? <laughs> he plays somebody he was playing, important too. Yeah. Yeah. Know. He was like a, a high executive at Nike. Uh, he he was an executive at Nike, and then he went on to be a high executive at uh, Jordan. Oh. Okay. Um, last name last name's Howard, I think. Yeah. Something Howard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Shout out, man. I'm, I'll probably check yeah, it out yeah. when it when it drops. Yeah, it should be dropping on Amazon soon. Okay, sees what you got. Um, shit for me. I mean, like you, you mentioned earlier, man. Shout out to um WBA draftees. Uh, I think I had three rounds were tonight. So shout out to all the individuals, the young ladies who were uh, achieving their dreams, uh, getting drafted, and um, shit. I mean, I guess that's it. I ain't really gonna go crazy with it. Okay. Okay. I got a few, man. Shout out to Anthony Anderson, man. Uh, I saw a clip on TikTok the other day when when that nigga was on uh, Hang Time. Y'all remember Hang Time? Hang Time. That one TV show, Hang Time, man. Kobe was on that shit. Huh? Oh, yeah, trip. It was like an ABC uh, like basketball shit related to the NBA. No, it was like a it was a sitcom. I've never heard of it. And that nigga Anthony Anderson was going crazy. Y'all remember that? He was talking to that one girl, <laughs> and that nigga just started going crazy. This show had six seasons. I, I don't know if I've ever. <laughs> it had six seasons. I've never heard of this show, bro. Anthony Anderson was talking to this one chick, and then like he get, he just got off the bench and started like dropping buckets on niggas, bro. It was crazy. But shout out to him, man. <laughs> Without him, uh, big niggas wouldn't think they could hoop, bro, and we wouldn't have got Kenny Lofton Jr. So. Uh, shout out to Anthony Anderson, bro. Uh, also shout out to the Texas Southern Cheerleaders. Uh, they were the first HBCU school to win the cheerleading national title. So shout out to them. Uh, I had another one. Shout out to Brandon Johnson as well, man. Uh, for winning Mayor of Chicago. I'm, I'm hoping that you do big things, man. So, I'm mad y'all didn't go out to his event, man. He was playing juke, juke music and everything. Child, you know. <laughs> well, I, the juke music had me concerned. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you don't be a bunch of old heads hitting the percolator. <laughs> so, yeah, we all feel bad stuff. Yeah, I hope you do a good job, though, bro. Yeah, it's hard to be a mayor anyway because you have to let it be bad before it gets good. And a lot of people not here for you having a bad city. But. I, like uh, for a lot of a f- reform to happen and to overturn a lot of these little systems and shit, things have to get bad before they get good. Unfortunately, um, so we gonna see. Um, and my last shout out is to this movie Riot Lane, man. I posted it on my IG yesterday, but uh, movie on uh, Hulu. I think it is on. Um, I watched it last night. It was refreshing, man. I like seeing black comedy like that like a rom-com like that 
um, just to show man that we can have like different little shit. It don't always have to be the same type of thing. Like it don't always have to be the sexy flexy ass nigga playing like the love interest and shit. It could be the the nerdy nigga that you know that it works out for the the weird eccentric chick. So I liked it, man. I thought it was pretty cool. Everybody should check it out. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that on now. I was like, yeah, I might check that. Out. Yeah, it's worth a watch. So. Uh, anything else to say before we get up out of here? Um, shit, weather turning, man. Make sure y'all stay safe in the other side. Oh, man. That shit, man. Weather really uplifts your mood. That shit was nice today. Yeah, man. Uh, since the weather changing, make sure that you stay on top of your general hygiene. Uh, if you put in a cold, brazy bunch on Manscaped, you get 20% off. <laughs> I, I can't wait for that day though. When we have the, the manscape promo, you know, that's the first. That's the first promo we're gonna have to get. Better, better manscape joint. Oh, I can't. <laughs> no, man, we can't be on here talking about getting hard. And there's three of us and shit. Hey, man, depending on how much they pay, man, I'm down. I'm down to do the little ads. Hey, man, just the other day I was struggling. I was like, you don't believe what helped me out. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, hey, man, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. We hope y'all have a good week, and uh, we'll holler at y'all. Long little boss, man. Yes, sir.